pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. About 50% of marriages in America end in divorce. That's a given. You got a 50-50 shot, but what about the children caught in the crossfire? We are talking now about Stand With Sophie. Can you imagine sending your little girl back after a weekend visit into a home where she claims mommy's boyfriend is molesting her? And it's all court sanctioned. First of all, take a listen to Dave Matt, CrimeOnline.com. Kelly and Michael Long are in a bitter custody battle. It heated up when a video of their nine-year-old daughter Sophie went viral. During a custody swap, Sophie refuses to get out of her father's SUV. In the nearly 20-minute video, Sophie can be seen and heard screaming at her mother and grandmother, begging to stay with her dad. At one point, she can be heard telling her grandmother that her mother's fiancé, Mr. Jake, touches her, and her mother watches. She repeatedly asks, why don't you believe me? Guys, before we go one step further, I want you to hear it for yourself. Take a listen to this recording. Sophie, this little girl screaming, refusing to get out of the car and go with her mother. Listen. Belt. I don't want to put hands in there, sweetie. Stop! Stop it! 
Sophie, you know, sometimes we have to do things we don't want to, but when churches and policemen say this is what we have to do, we have to do it. Cheryl McCollum, director of the Cold Case Research Institute, why they're saying to her, asking her, don't you know this isn't how you talk to your grandmother, instead of saying, honey, what is wrong? What's wrong? I, I don't get that. Nancy, clearly this little girl needs help. She sounds petrified. I mean, she's crying, she's screaming, she's trying to tell them in every way she doesn't want to go and why she doesn't want to go. Guys, let me introduce our panel uh, to break it down and put it back together again and try to get to the truth of what is happening to nine-year-old Sophie. Right here under our noses, this is going on in Texas. Who's not to say it's happening all over the country? Enforced visits, enforced custody while a child is allegedly being molested? With me, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter Levi Page. As you've already heard, Cheryl McCollum, director of the Cold Case Research Institute and crime scene expert. Renowned psychologist joining me out of New York, Karen Stark at KarenStark.com. Special guest joining me now, the attorney for Sophie's dad, Michael Long, Jamie Graham, who is fighting tooth and nail. And special guest, Sophie's dad who has never given up trying to get his daughter back, Michael Long. Michael Long, you were there during the recording of Sophie, your nine-year-old daughter, screaming not to get out of your car. Were you driving? Yeah, I was. I was driving the car. I'd, I'd gone with my father that day to, to do the exchange in Lacey Lakeview, Texas. So had you had so Sophie's nine, correct? Yes, she is. And you have two other sons, is that right? I do. I actually have three other sons, but two other uh, with, with my ex. Okay, so are they Sophie's bio brothers? Yes, they are. Okay, then you've got one other that's a stepbrother. Yeah, between my wife currently. Okay, got you. Okay, with me, guys, Sophie's dad, Michael Long. The screaming. Yeah. Sophie's just a, a, a bone-chilling scream from this child, your daughter. Now, you brought your father along with you. That was smart. Why did you do that? At, at that point in what was going on, uh, I had been advised to, to have witnesses available and also to document these exchanges because there had been prior exchanges where Sophie didn't want to go, and I was being blamed for holding her back when in reality Sophie was standing up and, and saying that she just simply couldn't go. You know, uh, that is not unusual, Cheryl McCollum. You know, I, I, I've learned the hard way by watching my colleagues in the DA's office take a statement or talk to someone. I've done it myself. Luckily, it didn't backfire on me. But then as soon as you leave the room, they go, oh, yeah, I didn't say that. That didn't happen. You really have to have somebody with you. How many times, Cheryl, have you seen a case blow up because nobody was there when the statement was taken? Nobody was there when the incident occurred. So it's your word against their word. That's not uncommon. Absolutely. Listen, if there's not a witness, it didn't happen. I mean, that's just he said, she said. It's going to go nowhere. But in this case, again, what stands out for me is a nine-year-old little girl is telling her grandmother, Mr. Jake is touching me and mom is watching. She's very clear. She's very specific, Nancy. And she gets even more specific in letters to her dad. You know, when it all hit home with me, Cheryl McCollum, you may remember this case. I prosecuted a, a guy. He was uh, 
super wealthy. He owned all the horse-drawn carriage and limo trade mm-hmm. in the city of Atlanta. And I was a, 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 a young prosecutor and trying the case all on my own. He had a fleet of lawyers, a fleet and I dug up seven similar transactions where he had been, he had 35 natural children by many different women. He had been beating his daughters and molesting them for years and years and years. And what I found out is very often you speak to the children and then they will change their minds. They'll recant because they're scared, Cheryl. Of course. Nancy, This child has advocated for herself verbally and in writing. I would really be interested to see what her teachers may know or have heard or friends. That's a good point. Because she is so articulate. I lost my train of thought, Cheryl. But when I was talking about that case that I prosecuted, the mother of the current three victims, two little girls and a teen girl, was living with the defendant. And both of her little girls, ages three and five, were being full-on raped. And mm-hmm. the mother knew it. That set me to thinking how many times mothers know and do nothing. They protect the boyfriend a lot of the time. But let me Insane. tell you one more thing. Nancy, you worked a major, major child molestation case where a guy got 63 years. And one yeah. thing I remember about one of those victims she was young, she was a little girl, but she kept articulating how the defendant smelled. Sophie does that too. You know, Nancy, you know what? That is very important. I hear Michael Long, yeah. jump in, Michael. Just to hop in real quick, I think you guys are making a really good point, but one of the things that I've heard as going through this process that we're having happen all over the country is that children are staying home because of the COVID crisis. And as a result, they don't have the same access to their teachers to have those one-on-one conversations or adults present where they can disclose. Um, I know that in the case uh, that we're dealing with, this is one of the challenges that Sophie had is that her friend network had been cut off by her, her mother, and she didn't have access to adults in her vicinity that she could talk to anymore. You know what, Michael Long, Nancy, can you're I just jump very in real quick? Jump. Here's what's going to be really important, Michael. Those teachers that she had access to, first grade, second grade, if they can articulate, this is not the Sophie I know, it still shows a major change in her personality. Yeah, she was actually a You're right. student the first three years in school. She was student of the year in her third grade. She's in fourth now. Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. 
Zinn fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zinn pouch in is you. Zinn is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience, which means Zinn pairs well with you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Let me reiterate before we say one more word that Sophie's mom says this is absolutely not true. Let me just put that out there. Guys, for those of you just joining us, you may have heard of Stand With Sophie. Hashtag Stand With Sophie. A nine-year-old little girl whose dad says she screams bloody murder every time she has to go back to her mom's house. Mom lives with fiancé. She claims fiancé molesting her and does not want to go back. But you heard the mom telling her when the judge and the policeman tell you you got to do it, you got to do it. I want you to take a listen to a recording of Sophie begging not to go back to mom. Listen. Where is her medication? Where? Back here. You know what? When I dropped you off, we had a really good time. Remember that? tell you how everyone in the studio right now can't even look up as you hear Sophie screaming at her mother and grandmother that she does not want to go to the home. To Karen Stark joining me, psychologist uh, joining us today out of Manhattan. Karen, you know what? The mom says this isn't true. Daddy's making it all up to torture me. Dad is saying, oh, hell yes, it is true. Whatever is true. The child is screaming not to go home to mommy. How can a student of the year be acting like this? I mean, I got to tell you, Karen, I've told you this before. Some of the best witnesses I've ever put on the stand, the ones I believe the most, were children. Well, because children are innocent. They're so innocent. So when you hear something like this, Nancy, it really makes you question what is going on here and one of the things that i noted was that the grandmother it seems very perplexed like what happened where is my sophie the mother is being very strict you know like this is not appropriate what does appropriate have to do with the fact that whatever is going on she does not she's insisting i do not want to go back there 
I want, and she's very specific about what she's saying. And as Sharon McCullen keeps mentioning, Nancy, and this is significant, she goes to the extreme of trying really hard to communicate to her dad. Here's what's happening. And she comes up with these letters. And she's nine years old and has code words for things that are going wrong in this home. So something is wrong. You know what? I want to follow up on that right now. Guys, just so you know, the judge has put a gag order on the parties in this case. So there may be times where Sophie's dad, Michael, and their lawyer, Jamie Graham out of Texas, may not be able to answer our questions, but we're going to ask them anyway. Michael Long, uh, I I know you can't comment on any other parties, such as your ex-wife. In this case, I understand that. Can you tell me about the code words and who devised the code words that your daughter writes in her letters to you? Yeah, absolutely. So, well, after communication, uh, during the spring break uh, handoff, it was when we we really, really first noticed that there was a problem with her, her not wanting to go back. But we had sent her back with some paper and, and envelopes and stamps and just told her if she wants to mail a letter, she can. And the, the letter that ended up out there is the first letter that we got back. And she included these code words herself so that if we're on a FaceTime call and she's being monitored, she could say a word that would alert me to call the police or to know that she's in trouble. What were the code words? Um, well, the main word was Mockingjay. That was her big danger word. But she had, like, roses and pens and all sorts of different things for different levels of issues that could be going on. Did you say mocking Jay? Yeah, mocking Jay. Did she come up with that? Yeah, she'd watched the Hunger Games and uh, mocking Jay, just something about that character and standing up for herself stood out to her, and that's what she chose to put at the bottom of the letter. To think um, about it, Cheryl, that a little girl nine years old, I mean, when I was nine years old, gosh. I was still riding my bike and looking for bugs and building forts out of pine straw, uh, looking for fairies and trolls in the backyard. This little girl is screaming not to go home with mommy, claiming fiance is molesting her and that mommy knows it. And now she's got to come up with code words, according to dad. Well, you know, a lot of children are given a code word to make sure that the right person picks them up from school if mama can't. So they do know code words. What stands out for me is she specifically writes if she uses dandelion or daisy, that means she's in danger. She uses the word danger. Now, first of all, this is a very smart child. This is a child that knows what is happening. She knows it's wrong. And she's told every single adult in her life. Oh, that's hurting me. You're hurting me, Cheryl. She's told all the adults. Guys, whatever you think, who's telling the truth? The mom says this is all a lie. The dad says, oh, no, it's not a lie. You can't be confused about this. This child is in turmoil. This child is at the end of her rope. This little girl. Do any of you have a little girl or a little boy? I've got one of each. And I don't think I've ever heard them scream the way this child is screaming. Listen. Stop! You better stop! Right now! He's pulling my legs! Help me! Help me! Stop! What are you doing? No, that's just not. 
that okay? <laughs> Stop. No! Man. No! Call the police. Not gonna know. You have to come. No! He won't open the door. You won't open the door. What are you talking about? You're. I got the door open. You yanking no, around. No, Because you have a door open already. Please open the door. Yes, uh, 4367. Help me! Help me! Help me! Help me! Help me! This is insane! So wrong, Michael! I didn't do anything! Kim, you're hurting advised us to do. Yeah, but it's hurting her. No, it's not hurting her. She's putting on the fit that you asked her to put on. I didn't ask her to put on a fit. I didn't ask you to put on a fit. You are hearing the mom stating this is what you're this is what our lawyer told us to do. She, the little girl, is putting on the fit that you asked her to put on. The dad saying he did not ask her to put on a fit. Joining me, the attorney for dad, Michael Long, the dad of Sophie, stand for Sophie. Jamie Graham with us, trial lawyer out of Texas. Jamie, did they have a 50-50 split? What was the custody arrangement going into this? Actually, the, the custody arrangement was a standard possession order in Texas. That's um, that's every other weekend, basically, Thursdays, you know, six days. You mean he only got his daughter every other weekend? Yes. Well, what it was so it's not a 50-50 split? Well, no. The way the way it works in Texas, we had um, we'd arranged it because she'd moved so far away. So we ended up getting her for an extended period, like an extended week in the month. We'd had her for summers, spring breaks, and the holidays, alternating years for Christmas. So that, it, the standard possession order can either be uh, the first and third weekend of the month and fifth if it falls, or the second and fourth. And in our case, uh, it was decided because of the distance to, to take it easy on the kids and actually make it an extended period or one time a month. When you say extended period, what do you mean by that? So like well, well let, me, let, me let me interject real quickly. As far as the, he had to give a 14-day notice with regard to getting a weekend out of the month after she moved to Frisco, Texas. I didn't think under the law that one parent could take the child away from another parent, like well, move out of the state or move far away. In Texas, we have we do have a public policy of continuing frequent contact with both biological parents. So we do have that, um, and, and geographical restrictions are pretty you know pretty much the norm here. In this particular case, um, initially there was not a geographical restriction at all. The following is a high five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phones. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. 
Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience, which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Okay, guys, we're talking about a little girl who has created a huge, huge social media firestorm. You may have heard hashtag stand with Sophie, a nine-year-old little girl who refuses to go home to mommy claiming fiance molests her and that mommy knows. Let me state, mommy swears it's not true that the daughter's been put up to this. I, I'm still not understanding this. It, it, just give me a yes, no, Jamie Graham, if that's possible. So Michael, Sophie's dad, only got Sophie every other weekend and then holidays, extended visit over summer. Okay. Is that right? That, 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 that's right. COVID has caused a little bit of a disconnect with regard to the visitation schedule. So essentially they had, um, mom had 66 days before um, the outcry. And then after that, um, Michael had a majority of the summer. So it's, it's been a little bit, I, well, I, the answer is I, the answer, the answer is, is he's got to give 14 days notice for his weekend over the, over the, uh, for the next month. So he's got to give 14 days notice in order for him to get access. Levi Page, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter, is the split that the dad gets Sophie before this every other weekend and mom has her every other weekend and during the week. That is a yes, no. I don't care if it's been disrupted about COVID. I'm not asking about the summer break. I'm asking you what is the split? Nancy knows no. It's, it, what it was is I got an extended weekend a month, except for obviously these holidays that are designated in these extended periods. That was agreed to because of the distance between us after she had moved to Dallas. How often would you see Sophie during the school year prior to COVID? I would see her three days a week on a FaceTime call, um, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays for about 10 minutes each day. And that was it. We'd just get three to Okay, so I think I finally got the answer. Levi Page, please correct me if I'm wrong. The father in this case, Michael Long, would see his nine-year-old daughter, Sophie, every other weekend, except for occasional three-day weekends. Is that correct, Levi? Please, can somebody say yes, no? That's correct, Nancy. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Stop right there. I get it. My point that I've been trying so desperately to make is that Karen Stark, Knowing what Sophie is telling him, he would have to send her back to the home for the majority of the time. I mean, under the split, he gets her, gets her every other weekend. And here his daughter's telling him she's being molested. I, 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 I'm surprised he didn't go berserk. Yeah, I, I don't understand it myself, Nancy, because under these circumstances where she's letting him know she has code words and she's letting him know she's in trouble... I don't understand the court, actually. If that is that all he's been allowed, it, it doesn't make any sense. I don't even understand how the mother was allowed to leave to go that far away from him. None of this makes sense to me personally, especially when a child is in danger. None whatsoever. Uh, guys, 
I agree with Karen Stark. It doesn't make sense with me. With me is Sophie's dad, Michael Long, and his lawyer, Jamie Graham, out of Texas. If you're just joining us, I want you to hear what happens when Sophie is told she's got to go back home with the mom and the mom's. Did, did he live in? Is he a live in, Jamie Graham? Yes, he is. Did they ever get married? I don't believe so. Michael, do you do you know? No, in fact, they were just, it was her boyfriend before we started in this, this most recent court stuff, and then it became her fiancé. Are they really engaged? Does she have an engagement ring? I have no idea. Okay, all right. Listen, I know that much. Roll it. Sophie, you need to come. I don't, no, I can't, no! Why can't you? Because I can't, I don't want you, no! Can you, Sophie, can you Why don't you talk to her calmly? Yes, I do not. Want to come. I'm oh, not God. going oh, back her. there. It's all over. Grandma, I told her. Because. Can you talk to me? God, we used to get along really, really good. We had a really, really okay, good please relationship. please step out of my vehicle. If you can't get her to come out of the vehicle at her own will, we I don't had see a this really, is appropriate. Really good relationship. I dropped you off. We had fun. We played Yahtzee. We did all kinds of stuff. What please, happened? Please talk to her. Nothing. Something did. No. Then I had no. I don't. I. I'm not coming. But why? Because. I don't want to be here anymore. Why not, though? Why? You don't want to be here. Are you doing this? You are hearing this child, nine year old Sophie screaming not to go home. Now, to Jamie Graham, the attorney for the dad, it's my understanding that your client, Michael Long, Sophie's dad, and his ex-wife, Kelly, have been in a very long and tumultuous custody battle for Sophie since their divorce in 2015. At first, there was a 50-50 split. Then the wife moved 200 miles away and got full custody. Is that correct? Well, full custody in Texas is a little different. We have a um, we have a public policy of making sure that joint managing conservatorship is in the best interest of the kids. So that's a little different than, you know, when you start talking about full custody, it's really different between the states. Okay, so what does full custody mean in Texas? Well, meaning, I mean, meaning primary, they call it primary conservatorship. And so joint managing conservatorship, um, when you have that, when you have the primary right to establish the domicile. That's that's our custody case in Texas. Okay, but he still, even though mom moved her 200 miles away, your client, Michael Long, could still see her every other weekend. It was just very difficult. It has been. Yeah, it had been. But, I mean, they had made some agreements. I mean, they were doing very well as far as uh, making agreements with regard to possession and access for the kids. Is it true that both parents have a history of calling Child Protective Services on each other and that up to now, none of those complaints have been substantiated? I agree with that. We with the exception of one thing, okay. um, Michael did not call CPS. Um, I think he called CPS twice on the outcries. Um, with regard to the other CPS allegations, they were called by doctors, um, physicians that were, you know, in the in the ER when Sophie went into the ER. Why did Sophie go to they the were ER? Also called by there were several um, issues with regard to vaginitis, UTIs that um, Sophie had. Stop everything. Stop everything. Cheryl McCollum, forensics expert, Cold Case Research Institute director. Cheryl, I've had so many cases where little girls have vaginal infections. There's no reason for a little girl to have a vaginal infection. 
Okay. I mean, sometimes you'll hear somebody claim it's bubble bath. I don't know that I buy into that, but uh-uh. N-O. That's not right. Right there. You're not even supposed to know you have a vagina at that young age. I mean, much less have an infection. Right. Her having a chronic infection, her having abdominal pains, pain so bad, they take her to the emergency room. Again, the doctors should have made a notification. There's no question about it. And Nancy, I just want to... Whoa, wait, 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 wait. This is the first time I'm hearing about vaginal infections. Okay. Now, you may not want to hear about that, guys, but this is a part of child molestation cases. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. You may attribute this case to parents hating each other after a divorce and a custody battle. But when a little girl has vaginitis, if this is true, and vaginal infections, that is physical evidence that something is not right in this case. Let me understand this, Jamie Graham. You are an attorney from Michael Long, the dad of Sophie. When you become a lawyer, you swear on the Bible. You take an oath as an officer of the court to try your best to never do anything unethical. And are you telling me, Jamie Graham, that this little girl has gone to the doctor, and she has been diagnosed with vaginal infections. The evidence will show that for sure. Well, that changes everything to me. That just changes everything. Because uh, uh, up until now, Cheryl McCollum, it could be argued that, oh, the parents hate each other, they're using the little girl. When the little girl is uh, diagnosed with a vaginal infection, repeat vaginal infections, that changes everything, Cheryl. That is forensic evidence. That is solid. There's no question about it, Nancy. And, and again, let me just be real clear for people that are listening. Having physical forensic evidence is fantastic. 
But even if you think this child made this up, if you still think that, you have to believe there is something terribly wrong in order for her to do that. So this case still exactly. needs to have everybody advocating for Sophie. Exactly. Why throw this fit? Why the screaming? They're refusing to get out of the car. If she's not telling the truth, there's still something very wrong. Guys, I want you to take a listen to our, our cut seven, please. I can guarantee you. in her underwear I mean I've seen a lot of cases where parents coach the child to say something but who would come up with say there's blood in your underwear one morning when you woke up that that's that's very hard for me to imagine a parent telling a nine-year-old girl to say that and if this girl is not telling the truth Meryl Streep watch out because she is going to win the Academy Award. I find it very difficult to believe that this child is lying in the face of her mother insisting she get out of the car and the grandmother too. I mean, you know, think about it. To, to you, Jamie Graham, I'm sure you tried a lot of cases under cross-examination. Liars crack. This little girl never cracked. I couldn't agree with you more, honestly. Okay, I want to be fair and give you the side of what the mom is saying. Jackie, please play the sound from the mom's side. See, uh, trust me, I know the full story. He's done this rep like repeatedly. It happened in 2016 also. Mm -hmm. He was accusing me of sexually abusing them and my dad of sexually abusing them. So Okay. So I, I guess this time, like I said, the reason why we're out here is because uh, we got a call, I guess, yeah. from him saying that, you know, the kids... Tested positive for I know. Trust me, I'm pretty pissed off about it because it wasn't from me and it wasn't from Jake. And they spent an entire weekend with Michael and then all of a sudden he popped up positive for drugs. Like, I think... Michael's ex-husband? No, Michael's the ex-husband, yeah. Okay. Like, I have my lawyer actively involved at this point because he has called CPS like 20 times in the last two weeks. How long ago was it that the child tested positive? It's Jack, right? Yeah, apparently he took him on last weekend when they were there. And you say you have a, there's an open seat. Okay, let me understand what's happening, Jamie Graham. You are ha hearing the sound of the mom, Kelly. One of the boys, who is Sophie's brother, actually, t they're little boys. I mean, they're under what? They're, they're, aren't they tweens? Tested positive with cocaine in his system. And that is while he's at the mom's house. She responds by saying, well, he's been visiting his dad before now. 
seemingly pointing the finger at dad. Tell me what that's about, Jamie Graham. Well, there is there there are there is some, going to be some forensic evidence that shows that that Jack, the middle child, did come up positive for cocaine and, and marijuana use. Um, there will be also a video. Quite frankly, I'm super uncomfortable about talking to this, talking with regard to this because. Wait! Don't don't say anything else. Then sure. Levi Page, Crime Online. What sure. what's the business about one of the boys with cocaine in his system? In a nutshell, Nancy, that is what the mother of Sophie is alleging, pointing the finger at the father, saying it's the father's fault that happened while he was in his father's custody. And of course, uh, Michael has is denying that and saying it's not true. Nancy, Michael, I'm happy to talk to this one. Jump in. Yeah, so um, he was, they were actually at a state with a person who had been convicted of a, a drug felon, uh, and we had noticed very, very strange behaviors of Jack over a FaceTime call. After had not having him for 66 days, my wife and, and uh, Jack's grandma took him into a, a lab in Comal County, actually had him do a zero-tolerance hair follicle test on the first day that we got him after, again, 66 days. It was the result of that that led to that call that you're, you're listening to. Um, so, yeah, he did test positive for cocaine and marijuana. We brought it to the authorities. Uh, they advised her in advance, and that's what the call you're looking at is the result of once the police showed up. Dave Mack, CrimeOnline.com. Where does the case stand now? You've had uh, uh, over a quarter of a million people join hashtag Stand with Sophie. Nancy, actually, a new bombshell in this case. A negotiated settlement was reached out of court with no judge, no trial hearing involved. I just spoke with Kelly Long's attorney, David Rounson. Here's what he told me. We did have a hearing scheduled in the courthouse, although we didn't end up having a hearing. But yes, uh, things have transpired and changed since uh, certainly as of Friday. Instead of going in front of a judge, you guys have met outside of court and have come up with an agreement. That is correct. Um, and, and I'd say that's pretty typical of family law cases. Um, the parties, the attorneys, and the parties work to see if a solution, if some sort of agreement can be reached to help children. Um, and the judges encourage people to see if there's a way to do that in almost every case. Uh, and this one's no different. And so I think the parties and the attorneys worked diligently for hours to come up with an agreement temporarily of course nothing is permanent here to try to at first honestly the first um priority was on the health of the kids and i think the parties reached an agreement that was uh, um and again i I stress this was a voluntary agreement no one had to agree to it Uh, there's been some some discussion out there that it may not have been voluntary, but it absolutely was. It was something both parties, the attorneys, uh, felt like at this time was in the interest of the kids. All right, so in this negotiated settlement, Kelly immediately receives multiple unsupervised extended visitations with Jack and Lucas. Kelly will begin a reunification process with Sophie. The agreement also says that all the children will begin counseling immediately to help them navigate this extremely difficult time. Plus, Kelly will receive frequent, ongoing communication with her children while they are with Michael. Um, Is there going to be a a smooth movement of bringing Kelly back into their lives? Yes, that is absolutely the plan. Um, And I'd rather not be specific because of some of the things that have gone on in the past with people being involved in these, uh, you know, 
her having the children, and I'd rather not make it specific. But yes, this, uh, unequivocally, she's going to have time with the children coming up. Uh, starting with the boys, they are going to be participating in counseling that will include her, that will also include Michael, um, and and working to reunify and and bring the kids back to the place with with their mom uh, that they had interrupted over the past month or so. So as you go through this process, is there a a real plan at at unifying? Is there a stair step like this month they'll have X amount of time? Is it structured like that or is it really going to be based on what a counselor recommends? Uh, It's hard to answer your question exactly. No, there is not a specific, say, you know, six month stair step plan or anything like that yet. Um, The counselors will be playing a role in that, as well as the parties, as well as the attorneys, as well as the attorneys, uh, the amicus attorney, the new amicus attorney has been appointed, as well as the guardian ad litem, another counselor uh, attorney role in the case that's been appointed by the court to advocate for the best interest of the kids. All of them, all of us, will be participating in that, uh, how that goes forward. Um, so it's kind of hard to say exactly what's going to happen as far as the exact time. You know, we can't say right now that two months from now, Kelly will have this much time and Michael will have this much time because there's still a lot of unanswered questions, uh, about the health of the kids and they want to have a chance to do that first. And I think the kids, you know, I think it's important. I mean, the kids, you know, we believe strongly that, um, the kids have, been a, I want to use the right words. They've been that there's been coaching, that there's been things going on that would interfere with their relationship with their mother, and we want that stopped. And I think it's going to take some time um, for the experts, the counselors, to work with the kids so that that's not a problem going forward. And before she has, um, you know, say back to a primary custody arrangement. That's going to need to happen. Now, you mentioned the amicus brief the, uh, and the attorney. Uh, this actually has the, the same weight as it would if a judge handed it down by accepting the terms of the agreement that were negotiated by both parties. The judge signed off on it, and it's got teeth, right? Absolutely. It's the best of both worlds in a sense. It is an agreement that voluntarily was entered into. And, for example, I—, I I have to say I put it out there that the that Mr. Long voluntarily agreed that my client will have unsupervised time with the children, um, that, you know, that he felt like that was in the best interest of these kids. And I think that's important to remember that, that he's choosing this. But as you say, it did um, – it did – does now have the effect of a court order because the judge then signed the written agreement. So we are bound to follow it. So the fact that he thought that that was uh, in their best interest, he, he is now bound to, to follow that. And I think it's, it's, um, it's very instructive to think about it in the sense that all of the medical providers, the experts that have been in taking a look at this case now for two months, medical providers, nurses, doctors, um, 
the amicus who was involved. There have been CPS people involved, um, detectives and police departments. There is no case against Kelly Long. They've all looked at it. They don't see what Michael Long claimed was there. And, and I, I have a feeling I know what he would say to that, that it was something from a child. But again, everyone looked carefully at this. And there's no abuse. There's no evidence out there. And I think to me, the voluntariness of reflecting that, that we're going to work towards reunifying the children with Kelly, I would say that's a reflection of understanding that, that, that this, it is best for the kids to be with their mom, um, that that's not a danger to these children. And I think that voluntary agreement that's now a court order, I think it signifies that. I think it absolutely uh, signals they need both parents. They need to be with both parents. There's not a danger from either parent. How does Kelly feel about this right now? I'm after the last month or so. I know it's been uh, very hectic and tormenting at times. Is she satisfied with this agreement? She is. Uh, just as I said, it was voluntary for Michael. It was voluntary for Kelly. Is she happy with where things are at? No. She doesn't think that things should be where they're at with the kids. She doesn't believe she should ever have been denied the right to be with her children and to have them with her. No. Um, But she understands where things are at, and she wants to be with her children more than anything. She thinks that, you know, (laughs) trust me, she misses them greatly. Um, You know, the emotions that she's, uh, you know, had to deal with over the past month, not seeing them, not being allowed to see them. Um, You know, it's been very difficult for her. Very, it's been, I would say heartbreaking at times. Um, She's really struggled. She's strong and, you know, she's excited as anything. She's going to be seeing them real soon. And she's very excited about that. Um, And I think, you know, she can't wait to start being that mom that, that she has been for all these years in their lives. Um, and, and this agreement will give her that chance again. Wow. Well, it sounds like after all of the, after everything's said and done, we're looking at six to eight weeks of the children being separated from their mother in a very overly dramatic way for the whole world to see. But there were some very, very real um, accusations made by a child, by Sophie, and I am going to assume at this point, since there is this agreement in place, that we're now saying this didn't happen? I think at this point I'm not really I, – I can't – I'm not the expert, you know. I mean I, I can tell you my client unequivocally unequivocally believes it didn't happen. Uh, you know, it, it's hard to say in that sense of, of – from a child's perspective. I mean – like I said, I can tell you my client says it it did not happen. Um, she did not allow those types of things to ever happen. And, um, you know, I think that leads you to the, to the potential conclusion, which is, again, we're a bit premature on, on in the court process. But from Kelly's perspective, if you didn't – if it didn't happen – why would a child say that? 
Well, you have to look at whether that child's whether that idea was planted in that child's mind. And as hard as that is to to want to believe, I, I think what our position is that's what happened here. And you have to look at why that would happen. I mean, why would somebody make those claims and then encourage people to give money? You know, it, it, it's sad to think, but that's where the conclusion leads you. Are there still websites uh, trying to solicit funds from the public on behalf of the children or Sophie? Far from aware, yes. Will they be coming down anytime soon? Um, the agreement in the court order did not expressly state that they had to. No. Sometimes you have to deal with agreements that don't include everything you want. Right. Put it that way. Okay. So you're dealing with these one at a time. So in the, the grand scheme of things, right now today, you guys have a handshake agreement. The family is family being the children with both parents. They're going to try to co-parent, unify, get the children back, seeing both parents on a regular basis, having a healthy, happy relationship as we move into the holidays. Is that what I'm hearing? That's the goal. That's the plan. Um, I think two things I would mention. Um, I, I kind of hesitated around the, the concept, but I, I one of the things I deal with in my work at times, and it's a real thing, um, and it is something we're concerned about in this case, is, is the concept of parental alienation. Um, when a parent chooses to you know, uh, coach, uh, manipulate, put ideas in a child's head against another parent, um, it can have some really damaging effects for children. And I think that's one of the things that, that our experts in this case are going to be looking at to try to deal with with these kids. And that's, it's, it's sad that it happens. Um, and, and I think that's something that, that you know, we want to make sure has stopped. And that's why we're putting things in place to make sure it doesn't occur going forward. The other thing is the, you know, the, um, the way that, that uh, Mr. Long handled things, um, if you really think about it, the claims that he made that, uh, you know, how did he handle it? Um, I don't think it's been best for the kids. He didn't enroll them in school. He didn't take them to counseling. He had them for a month, and he didn't do any of that. Um, he, I think we, I think there was, there, there was, uh, you know, some lip service to to some things, but nothing of any substance occurred in the entire four weeks he had the kids. And if you're really concerned about children, you would take actions like those. You would take actions, and he didn't. And Kelly has demonstrated for basically all these kids' lives that that's what she did. Uh, she took care of them. She, she, you know, she was the one taking care of these kids. And I, it, it, our goal, obviously, is to return that and restore that. Um, and, and I think that the public's perception of things was, was skewed. And the real story of what's going on with Kelly, uh, there were false accusations made, and the kids have suffered. And we're working hard so that they'll be restored to the way it was where they were getting 
what they needed in the parenting manual. And there you have it, Nancy. Both parties agreed to a negotiated settlement out of court with no judge or trial hearing involvement. It was a mediation that didn't involve any testimony or evidence from either party. And one more thing. The amicus attorney strongly recommended that the children's mother, Kelly Long, be the sole conservator. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Gray's Crime Story signing off. Good night, friend. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumber5Casino.com. Ever wolfed down a Big Mac and thought, I need some extra cash? Mm -hmm. Then download the Drop app. Get rewarded for dining out and more. Use code DROP22 for $5 in points. Download Drop now. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's Best Hybrid Mattress five years running. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings.